0: Welcome to Leadership Reimagined. I'm Dr. Jane Lovis, your host. During each episode of Leadership Reimagined, we take a look at leadership from the vantage point of what it's going to take for leaders to lead their organizations forward into a new future. And in this episode, we're creating that new future. Please join me in welcoming Kyle Nelson and Eli Libby, or as they refer to themselves as the biz bros. What's important to them is the power of co-founders and how companies can and should choose their social impact, startup exposure and expansion. They also love diving into company culture and leadership styles. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know I love conversations about company culture and leadership styles. So let's get started. Kyle, Eli, why is it important for you that founders and co-founders have a social impact?
1: Wow, well, thank you for the intro. It's an amazing intro. Thank you so much for having us on the show. We are so excited to be here. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of times
2: we talk about um, the power of a co-founder and, and really, you know, when you're being a leader, you can, you can have someone else to kind of do your checks and balances with you and yeah. go through the trials and tribulations and grow together because being a, a solopreneur can be very lonely you don't have someone to talk to and be with and kind of make sure that you're going in the right direction. Uh, But we've recently found that another way to kind of propel our leadership skills and really show, um, you know, our focus and vision and and to promote that is through social impact with your company. So it's more than the monetary, the revenue and all that stuff and the promotion and PR, like actually doing good Shows you are being a leader in your specific you know, industry and a leader as as a as a company owner, mm-hmm. you know, with your employees, saying mm-hmm. you know we're doing good through the work we're doing here. Exactly,
1: it has a uh, it has a uh, a ton of different uh, like kind of side effects and ripple effects as well. Like I said, it motivates employees, but people want to work with uh, brands that do good. That's why there's a lot of these um, like the millennial generation is following and. Interacting with brands right. and doing really good. So in able to create a CSR program that relates to that or speaks to that niche will right. propel the company. But also, And I think part of it too is uh, you know,
2: as a leader, you're trying to build employees that will follow you in the right mm-hmm. direction. And the best way to to gain followers is yep. to have a, a mutual thing that we all can believe in and move towards that isn't <clears> just this dollar amount making the business bigger it's a yeah. way to really grab onto your employees or whoever it may be the followers on, on your different social uh platforms out there of your company and say hey this is what we're doing we're
1: doing a bigger good and i think it really does show a true leader in, in who they're who they truly are absolutely you can't make as much of an impact as yes. if you were as a company 100 that's what we one do. plus one equals three yep exactly all day long <laughs> yeah
0: and i really i love that and you know as companies especially as companies begin to grow and get up into you know like crossing over from a, being a small solopreneur entrepreneur right. small company growing into like a mid-size that mid-tier where yeah. there are so many companies right and you know when you're when you're really small you're just like you're scrambling to right and then when you you Increase in size, and you're like, ah, oh, uh, here I am, and here's a thousand others just like me. Yep.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: yes. You know? <laughs> just had
2: that conversation. <laughs> 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 Literally. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rude. It's <laughs> Yeah, I I think, you know, with growth, you find other opportunities and you find other ways you can spend your time Mm -hmm. in the business. So you first work starting your business with a million hats. You're doing everything, and that's why we preach the power of co-founders. You can kind of split those responsibilities. But I think as you move forward, you do try to find ways to, you know, be the leader that you always envisioned and who you would want to follow. Um, and it gives you opportunity, you know, you have the time to kind of focus on those things. And for us, you know, we're also part of 1% for the planet. So we have, we have decided, which is it's a personal choice, not just a business choice, but it's a personal choice in our end that we will donate, dedicate at least 1% of our revenues towards mm. the better good and causes of that we want to be and, and move towards.
0: Well, and think of the, how that differentiates you. Right. From other yeah. companies. So as you're getting into that space where you know you look around and and there's all these companies that look the same and you're sharing what you're, what's important to you. Right. Yeah, I
2: think it can it can. I'm sorry, in. No, no, go for it all. I,
0: I think it can speak in any type of
2: service, whether you know you you and you, you have consulting. We do photography, video production, and some marketing consulting. You know, you can work with all these small freelancers, you could work with the large boutique companies, you could work with medium-sized companies like ours. But really, what you're like you're saying, what's going to differentiate yourself with your company and why they're going to choose you. Everybody wants to work with a company that is doing that's making a difference and an impact in the world. Yep.
1: Um, and it'll really show, you know, people will pay more because they know that their dollars are going to work. Exactly. And when we're talking about moving the ball forward and one plus one equals three, it's not only just your employees within your company that right. is able to make an impact. Yeah. It's also your clients that are interacting with the company that can now make an impact. Our partners and people that work with these, these large brands, if they don't have a CSR strategy, they, when they work with us, they are also providing impact. They are planting trees, which is really cool. And we try to instill that with, you know, different certificates that are sent off so that they can display in their office that say, yeah. oh, we, we did an order of $10,000 with Result Symmetry." They planted ten thousand. We have planted ten thousand trees because of working with them. Mm. so the impact creates a ripple effect, which is kind of what we talked Try, about. trying to make our clients proud of working exactly. with us, not just saying we're
2: giving them dollars like yep. no, because if you order you ordered fifty images, we're gonna plant fifty trees yep. because you decided
1: to make exactly. the decision
2: to work with us It's not someone else. Yep. It, it right. ripple yep. Great great for, you know, client retention too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and Looking at, at that piece of who a company, because that then becomes the identity of the company. It becomes a piece of the identity of the company. And then bring that to one of my favorite subjects, culture. The organization, right. culture, you know, that. Right. Because you can, you know, a CEO can say, this is my culture, dot, 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 dot. Oh, right. And then you go into the organization and that's not the culture because a culture is not words on a plaque. I
1: Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. It comes down, I think there's a couple of different ways it spins off. It comes down to accountability from leadership. If you say that your culture is like this, show it. You know, uh, actions speak loud and words. You just say that you do cool stuff, but you don't actually do it. It's kind of like lying to people. Yeah,
2: we love culture. Like, that is our focus here is, you know, it, it's not really, I mean, as a business leader, you have to think about the revenue and promote. But like, at the end of the day, like, we want to create a cool spot to work at, cool people to work with and just enjoy our days. Most people dread 9am when they have to go to work and we want the exact opposite we want. So Sunday people are excited to go to work on Monday because they're making a difference. They're doing cool stuff. They're hanging out with cool people and they know they're doing different. Mm -hmm. And and the more you install that culture and really like, really like challenge everyone to, to, to challenge themselves to make a difference the more your company will grow, yep. the more you'll retain employees, the more you'll retain clients. It's just overall, the culture's huge. It's we huge. all know that. But yeah. like you said, so many so many leaders out there say this is what their culture, but then you go and you're like,
1: you're not doing anything. You don't have culture. You, have, culture. you have people that aren't happy to be here. You can yeah. tell. Like, they're watching the clock. They're watching yeah. yeah. I think an actionable takeaway or at least a, a little nugget of information that we can drop. For anybody in the startup world that's listening, most startups do not have the capital and the bandwidth to be able to support really unique benefits, it really good health benefits, dental benefits, whatever it might be. They don't have the capital to, to do that. So instead of thinking about it from that point, think about offering a benefit as culture. So when you come in, you have a good culture to be around. That is a benefit that you can kind of reword and, and really get people to love their job, and they don't think as much about the benefits side, until you can get there, of course. Right. But until you, yeah, until you can get there. Focus on the culture. That's what we've done. Yeah. And I. I been really
0: successful. Yeah, yeah. I think you were reading some of my material because I, is I want everyone to love Monday morning, right? Yeah. You know, it's so important. Imagine a world where people loved Monday morning as opposed to or whatever I, their first day of work is. I
1: totally agree. I can't stand. Uh, this is something that I've I've learned growing up, and I've heard it a lot of times. I played golf growing up, and I heard. Uh, one of the terms that I dreaded, and I always said that I would never do it, um, being an av- relatively avid golfer, I uh, heard people I was playing with saying, the worst day of golf is better than the best day of work. And that burned in my mind. Like, how can your work be that bad? You throw up 110 on a golf course, and you think that's right. better than the, I mean, <laughs> that is, to me, that just is, is kind of scarred me in a good way, that I will never get to that point, because
0: yeah. that's just not how I like to. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so which which for somebody to say that means they're not in touch with their job they're not enrolled yep, right. in their job they're not engaged in their corporate company exactly. they don't feel that a part, they're a part of the company they don't think that the company is having making an impact in the world right? Exactly so, yeah.
1: We preach that all the time. You're on the same level. Uh, yep, absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, we can vehemently argue the same point then. <laughs> uh,
2: we, you know, we um, it's really cool, us creating our culture and our social impact. We actually worked with a company that is really cool. Our company is uh, called We Hero. Um, and it's ran by two, two gentlemen named Ben and Andy. And they have created a company that helps companies create social impact initiatives. Like... Mm-hmm. Imagine working for that company. <laughs> Your culture is helping other companies create culture and social yep. impact. And what's really cool about them is you can go with go to them with any amount of budget whatsoever, and they will help you create that. So, really, what I'm trying to say is there's no excuse not to try to make a difference in a social impact, no matter where you're at, no matter what budget you
1: have, no matter you know what the benefits you want. Like, there's always a way to make a difference. Absolutely. And to add more to a concept, what what we here does, I think. The best is they blend the social impact with the culture of your company. Right. Our, our company is based in Central Oregon, kind of based in the, the forests, and uh, our employees love that. They love to give back, they love the surroundings, they love where they live. So, what we heard is they came in and created a program that aligned with those values, aligned with the company culture, and a perfect social impact strategy. It was incredible. Yeah, we Shout love out it. To we, can, can't we can't talk
2: about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I love, I love that because, you know, we're all, we all have to have a job, you know, and the reality is even when people don't have to have, don't have to financially work, they work.
1: They they do,
0: they create something. We're beings that want to create.
1: Yes. Amazing.
2: The best, the best feeling that I have is, is honestly creating something out of nothing. It's, it's amazing, and everybody has the opportunity to do that. There is nothing that can stop you to truly envision something and create from nothing. It may take you longer than others. You may not have the network. You may not have the money. You may not have, but you, you, you have, everyone has the, the mind power to do it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, really, yeah. We can go all day. Long, we can go so. all day, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, you know, the ability to inspire others just to get started and just like, just just takes one step forward is all it takes. You can change one the path. The yes, you can you, you're gonna mess up. You can change the path down the road, but if you don't get started, like right. it's the
0: hardest
2: step. It's the hardest step.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's the the but, commitment
2: of the Yeah.
0: and you know, and I'm really clear that there are people that fundamentally have no desire to be an entrepreneur. Oh, 100%. They, you know, and there and it's it's a probably a good thing because if everything was done by small <laughs> you know, creative, highly yeah. creative people that couldn't focus on something, you know. Yeah. The world would just be always spinning. Always it's
1: spinning. It's
0: really great that there are there are people that, that want to work in larger organizations because then it does allow us to grow. And they still want to be acknowledged and honored for the work that they do. And we couldn't do what we want to do. right. If there weren't some of those organiz- those larger organizations where people are also working there. And that's where, you know, another place that culture comes so importantly is because it values those people. It causes value for the employees so that they feel valued and appreciated and they know what kind of company okay. they're working for.
1: Totally. I think one of the best companies that does it is is, uh, Patagonia.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm reading
1: Let My People Go Surfing Now. And it talks, it's, the book is almost all about culture. It's just a little bit of framework on that is if the surf, they're from Ventura, California. If the surf was good, they would tell their employees, you know, get, because their culture was built around surfing. Everybody loves surfing. They would tell them if the surf is good, like drop your work and go surf. Like that is going to create mental clarity and Mm -hmm. focus when you come back. I think that's a perfect example of what you just
0: said. Yeah, you know, and that's race car drivers have a have a saying: "Slow down to go fast." You know, mm-hmm. slow down when you go. Around. Right, right. Yeah, you, you don't brake as you're going around the corner.
1: Right. Yeah, and
0: you and then you and then you go fast as you come out of the corner, mm-hmm. and you know there are cool. so many organizations that really don't understand that when people people are running on empty. Absolutely. And low battery. Yep. Yep. Low battery. yep. And so slow down and they'll come back refreshed and even more productive.
2: Exactly. If you, if you go to an employee and ask them what their dreams mm. and goals are this is good. and they can't say anything, yeah. they mm. are on very low battery. And if they're and if you want their production to go up, you need to install on in them and help them fill that battery. So whether it is helping them achieve those goals Seeing, or maybe it's even just seeing a true vision of where they're going to be in this company, yeah. whatever it may be. Whatever mm-hmm. you can do to fill that battery up, charge them up, it's going to do nothing but help benefit the company, the culture, the leadership, and really, I mean, honestly, in the world. I mean, if <laughs> you can help someone, yes, yeah. yeah. if you can inspire someone to fill their battery up, yeah. and then help them to inspire others to fill other people. I mean, it's it's a domino effect.
1: Totally. It's and if you layer on the social impact strategy on top of that. Uh, I mean, you've got, you've got you've got a great catch. <laughs> on layers of yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's actually really layers of it.
0: I love I, and and the other Look. piece of that social strategy is it strategy. touches people in right. a different way. Oh, absolutely does. You
2: could. You never know. You never. You never know who's just waiting for someone to ask them how's your day. Yep. Even as small as that, like on a culture perspective, can. Can totally change someone's day. You know what? Thank you for asking. You do care. Like, yeah, exactly. It's huge. And when organizations get really big, I mean, we don't, we're not the we're not a massive company or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you can just try to like have a connection somehow with everybody, it, it's huge, huge impact. Like it is.
1: It totally. It, it comes back to like a true leader is an amazing listener. Mm-hmm. They, they actually have empathy. Like you just said, Kyle. when the, you ask them how their day is or how their week was, you. You drop everything and you give them the 110% devotion and attention and listen to what they say. And then bring that back up and what a week later saying that, that great trip to Seattle. Like, yeah. those bagels were amazing. Whatever it might be, that is what oh, I'm talking exactly. about, about about empathy and really like listening. That creates an amazing culture.
0: Yeah. And it creates connection and loyalty. And, yeah. you know.
2: Why would you look elsewhere? Right, exactly. exactly. That's what I was Honestly, yep.
0: To say, why, why would you look to go someplace else?
2: Yeah, we're, we're excited to be able to have the opportunity to talk about these things and experience yeah. it as we grow our companies and, yeah. and, and move forward. And, and It's really cool because you know we, we have our podcast, we're on mm-hmm. a lot of other podcasts, and every time we're on a podcast, we grab something yeah. and implement it in our business. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool opportunity that we have to be able to, you know, <clears throat> your culture can't be perfect, your social impact can't be perfect, your business can't be perfect, no one's perfect, but yep. if you continue to fine-tune, Keep and keep tightening, yeah. keep tightening, right. keep tightening and focus on what's really important, which is honestly employee well-being. Everything else will happen. Yeah. You don't need to focus as much because if you give the employees the right ownership, their well-being will be high and they, they, they will take care of the rest. And, yep.
0: Yep. And they will be productive and yes. the company will grow and be productive yep. and right. stop worrying about all that other stuff. Other stuff. Exactly. Take care of your people.
1: Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Not said any better.
0: Well, is there anything else that you would like to share?
2: Uh, you know, one thing that you you typically bring up when you when someone asks that is you got to fail fast and you got to fail forward. Oh yeah. Got okay. to always learn from Absolutely. the past. You've Always got to quickly turn. Yep. And, and, and just make the changes you need to.
1: And keep yep. tightening it. You just Go, gotta keep building it. Exactly. The glass is always half full. There's always a positive takeaway from a failure. To, like we, to keep killing. at our company, we
2: have uh, like a gong that you, and we celebrate everything. So yep. if there's a sale, if someone closed a project, if we got a review, whatever it is, someone hits the gong. But we also sit, we, we've installed into everybody to celebrate the failures as well. Yep. And oh, 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 the word failure is so scary for
0: companies. Oh.
2: People don't want to say that to their <laughs> employees. But if you can install a different view of failure into your employees and celebrate and say, what did we learn and how can we just absolutely hit it out of the ballpark next time for the next project like this? It's just going to improve everybody's skills, their yep. mindset, and the culture overall. So I think it's another tip is do not be afraid to bring up the word failure because it is not it is not always a negative thing. Totally. Oh,
0: I w- I, yeah. I really wish that that's a word that we could find a new word or re- – justly yes. totally do a cult <laughs> a cultural reframe.
2: We well, started here. Yeah, just, hey, it takes just getting started, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> because it's not that I'm a failure. Right. Which is what so so often we look at. Uh, yes. I'm the it's failure. No. Effort. Yep. It's that what I did wasn't effective. It didn't work. Right. You know, I was trying to to do this task or do do it this way and whatever, my, you know, yeah. whatever I'm doing, and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. And our the first thought that comes into mind is usually, ah, I failed. Yeah. yeah. I failed. Not
1: exactly.
0: Not the task didn't work. Yep. It
2: for the for the most part, if your if your team is failing, then the leadership is failing. Mm-hmm. It all stands. Starts up. from the top. It all starts from yeah. the top. It, leaders need to understand that. That's the difference between a leader and a manager. Uh, exactly, yep. 100%.
0: Yep. And teams um, really don't fail. They're just doing well, their work ineffectively because someone didn't give them the right, it's not the right team, you know, the tools. right people together, the right yep. tools, the right. the right, a clear vision, clear accountability, you know, there's, right. and that's outside of the team. That right. starts to come from leadership.
1: Yep, and I think that's what Kyle and I like most about being back to the co-founder thing is we mm-hmm. we like being co-founders because we know at the end of the day that if there is an issue, it comes back to us, and that was our fault. Take ownership. Take ownership. Yeah, and then and then make the change. So we failed. And we will find the and then just restructure it. Yeah, we love that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's so so great. I lo- and I do. I see that that and that could be a real challenge for so many leaders because right. especially you know founders. They have this. It's like, uh, I created this. Mm -hmm. And if I share it with somebody else, Mm -hmm. it's not mine anymore.
2: Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: And the reality is it never really is yours.
2: (laughs) Right. Yes. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when we, because we do some consulting with very small startups Mm -hmm. and young entrepreneurs. And they're like, well, I can't tell you my idea. And I'm like, the only person that's going to execute, execute on your idea is you. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to steal your idea. And if they are, they're not going to execute on that idea like you're going to. Exactly. You know, it's, it's a very similar, very similar like, subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. Don't be afraid to share it because your execution is going to be different. Exactly.
0: That is the perfect <clears throat> way to, to say that because I say the same. <laughs> same thing, you know. Share what you're doing. Share with because yeah. – and – the reality is, there are more people that want what you want and they don't want to do it anyways.
2: Exactly.
1: They don't want to put the time or work to do it. Exactly. Or they, don't, they don't have the spend to do time. they the their time on Netflix while you're out there really grinding. Yeah. yeah. figuring it out. Netflix, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, thank you so much.
2: We really appreciate you having us on and letting
0: oh. us kind of chat yeah. a little bit about leadership
2: culture and PowerPoint. We love, cool term, our point we love about talking it. about it. We love
0: talking yeah. about it. Like I said, my favorite one of my. My favorite conversations also. So this, this has been great. So thanks, Eli and Kyle. This has been, I really enjoyed our conversation today. We you too. Thanks for joining us this week on Leadership Reimagined. Now is the time to reimagine your leadership. Take a minute and go to reimagineyourleadership.com and I'll call you. We'll have powerful conversations You'll take action. Yes, there are always actions to take. Your business will expand, and I guarantee you'll have fun at the same time. I know, shouldn't it be fun? If it's not fun, why are you doing it?